Hi, welcome back to Waking the Musician. Uh, we had a couple guests on our show recently. Um, if you haven't checked out the previous episodes, um, one was with um, Costanza, a musician who is also a teacher at this school, and he's a great musician, made um, great EPs and singles, and he's actually going to come out with new music soon. I might go see a show with him this Friday. Um, and then in the last episode, I had Noah take over this show for an episode. And he talked about Lateralis by Tool, one of my all-time favorite albums. Um, so this episode, we're going to talk about the next album on the list, Mr. Bungle, self-titled debut, uh, debut album. Uh, one of my all-time favorite albums. I discovered that album by watching an Avenged Sevenfold album documentary which is how I learned how to make music, um, watching other famous people make music. Best way to learn. And so I was watching an Event Sevenfold documentary about their self-titled album, and they were talking about a song called A Little Piece of Heaven. Um, the last song on that album, just a crazy, epic, long masterpiece, straight out of the brain of their drummer. Um, but they were talking about all of their musical inspirations for that song, and they shouted out a couple names, and one of them was Mr. Bungle. And so I was like, I love this song. I want more music like it, so I checked them out too, and it was brilliant. It's just a bunch of random noises that work perfectly together, and it's groovy, and it's chaotic, and it's hilarious. Um... Mr. Bungle is, like, the ultimate show of, like, talent mixed with weirdness, mixed with, like, production quality. And they just had, like, a ton of instruments, and it was, like, a massive wall of sound. And it was chaotic, but still, like, very musical. And they have one of the best singers of all time. And he would just manipulate his voice into sounding like anything. And sometimes you would think they had like 10 different singers, but it was just one guy. It was like heavy too. There were elements of like breakdowns, but with like saxophones. I just thought that was extremely cool. And it was inspiring for my music as well as Avenged Sevenfolds, but in a little bit of a different way, it more helped me with my like production techniques and that kind of stuff like if this part's boring you can add like pinball noises to it and just finding all of this weird stuff that makes weird noises to make your music weird and original because if you don't have that stuff then it's just going to be like everyone else's so you might as well just throw in a little stuff for um people to listen to and enjoy um, but yeah, self-titled by Mr. Bungle is a crazy album. The first song I heard off of it was a song called Stub a Dub. Um, it was about one of the um, band members' dogs. It's lyrically, it's a sad song, but I think it's actually major. It sounds pretty happy. Um, but it's like bop, bopping the whole time, and you'll never like not groove to any second of that song. And there's like elements of screaming there's like tons of clean singing um that dude's vocal range like um octave wise is nuts um and it massively inspired me 
once I heard that song, just to add in a bunch of layers and textures and kind of go a little bit out there and not necessarily do what most people consider music. Because Mr. Bungle, I think, is described as ska and karate, and there's some elements of metal in there, too. And one of my all-time favorite albums by one of my all-time favorite bands, and that catapulted me into listening to all of their stuff, um, like California, which is like a little more surfer music is how I would describe it. It's a little more easy listening, laid back. Still a great album. There's a song on there called Retro Vertigo that Avenged Sevenfold actually ended up covering on the stage. And it's a fantastic song. Yeah, Retro Vertigo is one of the most inspiring songs to me, songwriting-wise, like chord progression-wise, and vocal-wise. But tone-wise, that's probably the most inspiring song I've ever heard. Because at the end of that song, it's the same chord progression and the same like lyrics and vocal lines. And I believe it's sung through like a megaphone or a CB radio. Um, and it's gr brilliant. Such a great part. Other than the drum tone at the end. It gets all this reverb. I think they did it with someone beatboxing behind the drums. Like beatboxing the drum part while the drums are also playing. And it sounds like you're just playing in a cave. And it's amazing. Um, and it's heavy. And it's slow. And it's grungy. And like... That none of the tones are perfect, but they're perfect for complementing each other. And it just makes this massive wall of sound that just hits you. And then the song, the song ends, and it's perfect. The rest of that album is like, yeah, I would describe it as surfer music. And there's weird samples everywhere. Um, brilliant singing. It's a little more like softer singing in that song, but it shows off his insane talent it's mike Patton from um faith no more and uh it's such a great album retro vertigo is probably like the first song to like show someone to get them into mr bungle definitely wouldn't start with self-titled because um it might scare them off a little bit it's the album cover is a dead clown and that tells you all you need to know about it um but yeah, California by Mr. Bungle inspired me insanely. Uh, that was probably the album I listened to most while I was writing um, for my demos and that kind of stuff. And just inspired me to add parts and harmonies that are weird. And it's kind of like Oingo Boingo mixed with I don't know, circus music, but I love it. And I actually know a couple of people that have heard that band and they're like, that's awesome what they did. And it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's where we're in the episode for today. So thanks for listening to Waking the Musician.